0: Cause it's cry. wicked cry.
1: Welcome back to another edition of Broomsticks and Butterbeer. I, I am Dan Rhino. I'm
2: Jessica Rhino. And
1: we've got a very special guest today. A young lady who is also a very big Harry Potter fan. She is also my beautiful niece, Sophia. Sophia, say Hello. Hello. Uh, Sophia, tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? What grade are you in?
3: Um. Well, I'm seven years old, and I'm in first grade. And
1: you're getting ready to go into second grade, right? Yeah, I'm.
3: Go- I'm ready to go into second grade.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, Sophia, I gotta say is wise beyond her years she is very very bright she's very articulate she's probably smarter than i am now definitely smarter than i am when i was seven years old and she was really excited you were really excited to come on the podcast weren't you you've been begging me for a long time yeah so why did you do you listen to jess jessica and i on the podcast
3: yes i do Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and what do you like about the podcast
3: I like that it's about Harry Potter. Bingo!
1: That's the only reason... That's all you need. That's the only reason Jess does the podcast, <laughs> is because it's about Harry Potter. And mm-hmm. we are on Book 2, Chamber of Secrets, Chapter yes. 8, Happy Death Day. Now, Sophia, you've been a Harry Potter fan for a long time.
3: Probably since I was a toddler. Since Yeah,
1: probably since you were a toddler, <laughs> That's when exactly. I started
3: watching Harry Potter, because my dad thought... I'd that I said lizard and I usually pronounce words different. oh like I pronounced them right but other people didn't hear me.
1: so you were saying wizard lizard
3: thought, I said the wizard wizard and then some of sometimes dad thought it I said lizard
1: oh so he showed you like a documentary about lizards and you're like no I want to I want to see about wizards <laughs> you are a wizard Ari. <laughs> so did you watch the movies first?
3: Um, not all of them, just the first one. So you
1: watched the first one, and did you like it, or was it too scary?
3: It wasn't too scary, and the first one, most of it was funny.
1: See, I thought the first one, it had a little bit of scary parts in it, and Jessica... Which and
3: was just, my favorite thing I liked. That's why I also watch the most amazing videos that I really
1: so you watch way scarier stuff then? Yeah, I than like that.
3: I like way scarier things. Anything that's about scary, and I like watching them at night. Interesting. But See, I, I didn't really like
1: scary stuff when I was well, I a little But
3: I never get nightmares. I still don't. Because yeah. I, <laughs> I don't like, like scary them. movies.
1: I like it. So when did you start d- reading the books? Did your mom start reading them to you after you saw the movie?
3: Because um, you
1: were probably too little to read the, the books first, at first. <laughs> after
3: the first movie... Yes, and then we started reading the, uh, the rest of the books. Okay. And the
1: so And you've read, I think you told me you've, you're on book five right now?
3: Yep, I'm on book five.
1: Do you have a favorite book or movie so far? Or do you just kind of like them all the same?
3: So I liked the books more because um, the books, they had different things in mm-hmm. them. In the book, than the movie, which is what I liked because they were—I liked it. I liked the books better. They were way better, and they had more detail than in the movie. See, and
1: and that's something that Jess and I have been talking about on this podcast because I've I've seen all the movies before, but I'm reading the books for the first time, and I'm finding out that there's so many things in the books that aren't in the movies. There's so many little details, and Jess, there's even characters that you say yeah
2: he didn't know who
3: peeves was (laughs) (laughs)
1: because he's only
2: seen the
3: movies and he didn't know it's a ghost who's always just sitting down on 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 air
1: (laughs) and peeves is going to show up in this (laughs) chapter kind of big yeah so let's talk about this chapter at the end of the last chapter uh harry was serving detention with gilderoy lockhart you remember gilderoy lockhart and he hears this creepy, icy, scary whisper voice that only he can hear, and it's really, really creepy. So in this chapter, we I wanted to make sure that we laid that out because that's, the creepy, scary voice is gonna come up again in this yeah. chapter too. And in chapter eight, the one we just read, and you read this one again, right, Sophia? Right. So you, you're all ready to go on this. So chapter eight, we got, it we're a few days before Halloween, and I wanted to ask Jess about this one in in the books and the movies the muggle holidays of like halloween and christmas are really have such a big role and they're celebrated so heavily at hogwarts is are the holidays just transcendent between the the muggle world and the, the wizarding world or why do you think the the wizarding world is so caught up in our holidays yeah
2: I think it's just, I mean, it's part of life. Pretty much everybody celebrates those two holidays, and it's part of school. Like, it kind of marks the passing. She can say, oh, you know, we were on the first day of school. Now, look, we're here. Mm-hmm. And she can say, it's Halloween, and that's kind of like a time marker. Everyone knows the the distance between those two things. And then, oh, Christmas, holidays, they're boarding school, so they, have, they get to go home. It's kind of like our college where they get to go home for for the holiday. And they haven't seen their families this whole time. They're gonna go home and spend a couple weeks at home for Christmas. So I think it's just kind of also just time markers. Okay.
1: I was just I was just wondering. I, I would think that <clears throat> if they just kind of seem like Muggle holidays, and like the Wizarding world would maybe have like their own holidays, just like uh, just like different religions have different holidays. Just you plain know?
3: old holidays, right? <laughs> like I mean,
1: Jewish Jewish religions have you know Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah and you know. Uh, If you there might be Christians out there have no idea what,
0: (laughs) what those yeah,
1: yeah. Why (laughs) why are uh, certain people off work those those days? And I just thought there might be some kind of you know relation between that and the mogul world. If you're gonna have a
2: book about witches and wizards, you're gonna celebrate Halloween. Gotta have
1: Halloween. Gotta have Halloween. That that makes a lot of sense. Christmas is a little 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 different, but
2: I think it's also because of the boarding school mentality. You know, that's just how a boarding school is set up. You would let the kids go home kind of halfway through and see their families.
1: Hey, okay, Sophia, what do you think about Nearly Headless Nick? Uh, do you like him? Yeah. <laughs> is he a little bit of a weird character?
3: Mm, no, but when he saw the expression on Hermione's face, I thought it was really funny. Yeah, when
1: Hermione... For, how, how could somebody be Nearly Headless? And then he... Knocks his, like, his head off of his. You mean neck.
3: like this, and then she like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's that's really She's good. Like, I forgot on, all about it.
3: this, jealous Stop, because you could have just told us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we get a lot of nearly headless Nick in this chapter, yeah, and
3: not, not, it's a lots, to know. Why is
1: he so forlorn at the beginning of this chapter, yeah. Jessica? Why is nearly headless Nick so downtrodden?
2: Oh, yeah. So Harry he comes in. He's not in the best mood either. He's soaking wet and covered in mud. He She'll comes be. in and he runs into <laughs> nearly headless Nick, who's upset. About a letter he got He tried to uh, Apply
3: To get into a group Or a club
2: but he has to be the headless head.
3: huntsman But you can't But your head has to come like all the way off <laughs> <you do> that? <laughs> yeah. Right
1: and he's only nearly <laughs> headless Right like,
3: There's just like this little tiny Right
1: inch. there's just I think you said like a, a
3: Quarter inch or, yeah, or something Barely
1: an inch <laughs> or something like that
3: yeah, and then you, But how can the neck actually Stay uh-huh. It's so
1: weird that he, he wishes that his head would have got chopped all the way off in in real life. And that way he could join this headless hunting crew or whatever it is. But so they won't let him join because you're not all the way headless. He doesn't
3: meet the qualifications. You're not headless. You're not headless at all. You're just yelling. Right. Yelling. Maybe
1: he needs to start his own. Hunting club, a nearly headless hunting club. I don't know how many ghosts think, yeah, there are. Yeah, I think you'd be the
3: only one. <laughs> <laughs> Just say, hey, you get out here, shoot, shoot. Yeah, everybody I'll, else out I'll, here. I'll never invite you until you let me get <laughs> come to yours. I'm
1: gonna place. start my own club.
3: I'm gonna start my own club, in you, and I'm not inviting anyone. Anyone that's headless until they invite me to their clubs
1: So we've got Harry standing there in his muddy Quidditch clothes but of course, Because of course Oliver Wood wants to keep practicing no matter whatever the weather yeah, is Yeah, the
2: weather's been bad for a while
1: And he's listening to Nearly Headless Nick talk about his issues And he's getting mud and gunk all over the floors And that is not going to sit well with then, so. filch if he sees yeah, it
3: because he saw it
1: he, he did. Who showed a,
3: up first, Miss Norris? Because
1: Miss Norris, she like,
3: yep. She's like, oh, I'm just the nicest kitty. I'm not. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to harm you. I'm just watching you. I'm, I'm watching you like an eagle. <laughs> but
1: yeah. if Miss Norris is there, you know that Filch can't be far behind. And they even talk about that in the chapter that there's almost like a connection a between connection, them. Yeah. yeah. If one kind of sees something, then phew, Filch will pop up. Or yeah, if, she
0: can
3: like call him or something. Yeah. It's strange. Yeah, it is, but it like is real strange. But like being silent, like probably Filch can, has, has some type of thing that makes him hear. Because whenever, yeah. maybe he can hear like um, Norris, um, like the sound of her fur rubbing on right. Harry. Right, there's
1: some kind of connection there that he can hear. Or maybe her, he can
3: or maybe hear. her purr.
1: It could be. It could be something. So Filch does show up. He sees the mess, and he drags Harry to his office. Sophia, do you remember what Filch's office looked like? Or it something? had
3: lots of frog thing. I'm not sure if there's frog bandages all wrapped from the ceiling.
1: Yeah, there was, there was weird stuff hanging if on I the go, ceiling. It's, there was, it's like there was grimy. Maybe, maybe
3: like a regular cast with s- s- frog Simon, and then... Um, Frog, Dead frogs hanging from
1: it. I know, and I know, Jess. There was some kind of like torture contraption hanging from the
2: the manacles. He always talks <laughs> about the manacles, and
1: that, he's always right,
2: and you used to be able to string children up.
1: <laughs> back in the good old days,
2: hang them from the ceiling by the manacles.
1: <laughs> Sophia, when when I was in school, they used to the principal used to whoop you if you got in trouble. Now they don't. They don't do that anymore. So because then
3: that. But did that principal get arrested for doing that no they didn't
1: used to <laughs> it was
3: allowed
2: now to. they would
1: if they did it now they would get arrested but back when I was in school back in my day the principal used to be able to to whoop you he had a paddle right. that he hung up on the wall and I you think that's what filch kind of is it. thinking the same way back in my day you could torture a kid and get away with it
2: Ugh. there's also a lot of files. Mm-hmm. A lot of files on like, all the kids probably, who've done ever done maybe, anything wrong.
3: Yeah, but maybe if it was like something that people were like, "What the what? Yeah, you gotta be kidding! I didn't do anything wrong." Yeah. But the, but I I don't get it.
2: I'm like out of Harry, fear. all he did was come inside and he just happened to have mud on his mm-hmm. shoes.
1: Do you think,
2: yeah, no one would do, business. Sophia, at
1: your school? If somebody came into school and they and they had mud on their shoes, would they get sent to the principal's office?
3: No, because right. it's a committee in there, and they can clean it all. It's locked. just
1: it's just mud, right? He didn't do it on purpose. Yes,
3: it's mud, and he wants to go barefoot in because the prop floor is probably really cool. exactly. But Fudge said he defiled the school. <laughs>
2: no, that's like somebody like wrote. Graffiti all yeah. over the walls, or something. Right. That's not tracking in a little bit of mud.
1: So Filch is all ready to do some form of punishment in paper form. We don't know what the what he's actually going to write down. But I wanted to ask you, Jessica, how much trouble could Harry really get in from Filch? Like, how much power does Filch
3: he
1: really have? have any. To I
3: think it's just a recommendation. He doesn't okay. have he's any gonna, power at all. Okay,
1: that's what. Yeah. So he's you, a
3: squib, and <coughs> he, so. Ooh, spoiler he, alert! He's a he, he's, It wasn't a magic, a wizarding family, but didn't have power. So, Oh, he means like, can he get Harry in trouble?
2: Yeah. Not magic powers. He like, means power, like authority.
1: Like if he's
2: still I know him. the
1: principal can get get you in trouble, but
2: and your teacher can say you're in trouble.
1: But I don't really know how much authority Philch like, has here.
2: Like the cafeteria lady, you don't really. She doesn't really get you. She will report it to your. Or teacher, like the bus driver or can do that it too. I report it to the principal, yeah. but they can't really.
1: They can't like give you detention. Yeah. Or, no so
2: he's detention. just filling out the card to gotcha. report it. No
3: detention.
1: So we'll have a lot of that'll happen with the the buses at the schools. And, uh, you know, things will happen on the bus. Bus driver will recommend it to the. Principle, and then something may happen or something may not happen.
0: Yeah, we're but
1: not. Harry is saved because Filch gets distracted by who?
3: Open the letter.
1: What? Ha- why did? How did Filch get distracted though? Why
3: did he leave? Because he Harry Harry opened up the letter. No, that before that. Oh,
1: oh, we're having we're having a meeting here. The girls are discussing. I'll play some think music. Okay.
0: Peeves!
1: <laughs> Peeves
3: dropped a cab it and it made a lousy noise.
1: Yes, you were talking about Peeves earlier, how he, he kind of always is uh, getting into trouble. So Filch leaves to investigate, and Harry just can't help himself from going through Filch's mail.
3: You know, he's just sitting there. What's he's, he's bored. He's just sitting there.
2: So,
1: Sophia, that's what you were getting ready to say. What does he do with the mail that he finds?
3: He opens it up and figures out that there's this Quick spell, I'm not, um, if it was squeaky or quick yeah,
1: I think spell. you were right. Quick spell,
3: yeah, and then um, it turned um I filched his mother into a yak.
1: <laughs> yeah, they said that one of the one of the testimonies yeah. on my wife never listened to me, but I turned her into a yak. Now, thanks, quick spell. Yeah, it's it was like, like a it was
2: like <laughs> night classes then, or yeah, some. Gimmicky it, was like, it was like
1: correspondence courses. Course, yeah. yeah, to learn how
3: to do things. And then the Filch came back, <coughs> and then they, and Harry was definitely looking back, and then they said, and he was like, "Did you open it?"
1: <laughs> right, exactly. I'll kill
3: you! I'll kill you!
1: <laughs> so let's talk about that. First of all, Jessica, it's a federal offense to in the Muggle world to open some someone's mail.
2: I believe this letter was already. Open. Are there
1: no such rules in the in the uh, Wizarding this world? This
2: letter. Was already you can just willy nilly go through people's mail. It was just sitting mail. on somebody's desk. It's it's rude.
1: <laughs> okay. It's an invasion
2: of privacy. But I, He didn't get it out of the mailbox and rip it open.
1: It's but, a little. But, that's still a little. Uh, so be easy I mean, I, I don't want to call it call it evil. Um, it, it's for Harry to go th- through it's someone's curiosity. mail. It's past curiosity. Uh, that's like uh, a violation of privacy, especially for an adult. Especially when you're already in trouble, so but Harry just can't help himself, can he? Filch
3: would probably he doesn't know a lot of stuff Filch about the wizarding world. Filch He's still learning.
1: Oh, let's go through people's Filch, mail then.
3: Filch would probably know <coughs> that the letter been, would have been open because if it was sealed, then you could tell because it would be ripped mm-hmm. open. Right. But if it wasn't sealed, then you could just so like, pop it open. It was open already open.
1: open. Good point. See, yeah. I, that's why Sophia's smarter than I am. <laughs> She can figure figure stuff like that out. So inside the envelope, there was information on a correspondence course, like Sophia said, called Quick Spell. And there's testimonies, like Sophia said, regarding its effectiveness. Uh, And Filch all of a sudden reappears. And he's half sure that Harry saw the contents of the envelope. So I wanted to ask you, Jessica, I kind of asked you this before we started recording. Based on this chapter, were we to assume this whole time that Filch did have some kind of magic because I just assumed he did not I just assumed he was like the custodian you know caretaker I just assumed that he was just a creepy dude with a cat
2: so you thought he was muggle
1: I mean I guess um I guess so. so you know I I guess I never really thought about it I guess I never really thought about him being somebody who would get out his wand and you know, mm. shoot sparks at a but at the kid's crazy. feet or something for... <laughs> well,
2: because he never but does. But he's really um, grouchy. <coughs> <And they're>
1: super <coughs> grouchy, that's for sure.
2: He's like this. I think from this Harry's perspective and the kids... Well, you know, Harry, like I said, he doesn't know a whole lot about the wizarding world. He's still learning. So I'm thinking he assumed that if he was at Hogwarts, he was a wizard of mm-hmm. some kind. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a powerful one, but of some kind. So I think he doesn't exactly know that he maybe must. there are people in the wizarding community that don't have magic.
1: Well, I mean, I, I Most of the kids assume that Hagrid it's doesn't do die. doesn't do magic. Well,
2: he's not allowed to. I right. think everybody he knows was expelled that he that he was he expelled.
3: And so now he's not allowed to. But he but whenever he was trying to turn Dudley into a pig in the first year, he just got a pigtail. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Got him a pig, so got Dudley a pigtail. So he still has magic, but he doesn't do it most of the time and it doesn't work.
1: He he kind of has good Yeah, he's not that great. He he can grow some good pumpkins, though. Yeah. He's got he's got some good pumpkin growing skills going on yeah. right now. So the the good news about Peeves's yeah. nonsense is that <laughs> Harry's off the hook. I mean, Harry basically was just told by Filch that Get out of here, Potter. Stay, keep your nose clean. Yeah,
2: he was embarrassed that's by a, whether or not he read the letter. That
1: that was going to be my next question. Do you think <laughs> so that he just Filch, wanted
2: Harry out. Okay. Like, I don't want to talk about so, this. Let's pretend this, this never happened. So just get out.
1: Do you think that you this was... Do you think Harry was let off the hook because Filch <laughs> really needed to write up the Peeves paperwork right then? Or do you think... Filch was embarrassed and worried about Harry telling people about the letter, meaning that I'm not, I don't have magical abilities, or I don't have very good magical abilities, and I need to take this mail-in,
3: course.
1: you know, uh, infomercial-type <laughs> correspondence course. Do you think? So you think it was more embarrassment and?
2: Yeah, and a, like avoiding too, because gotcha. he came in and he had such a strong reaction about the letter. He's not sure if Harry read it or not, but because of the strong reaction it's gonna create questions but you know if, if he doesn't want harry to be like well what is the letter why would you have a letter from quick spells mm-hmm. and kind of glance over and he's just like let's let's end this right now
1: get out so sophia it turns out turns out that nearly headless nick actually made or put peeves up to the distraction to save harry it was nearly headless nick that got peeves to cause that
3: yeah, like, ruckus he probably he probably said like peeves, are you the most naughty ghost in the world yeah <laughs>
1: you're the naughtiest he like, ghost hey i and need then, your help
3: and then he's like hey i need your help do you think you can make a mess up here and then made a make a loud crashing noise
1: that's exactly what it was and he did it to help harry but nearly headless nick kind of wants something in return
3: Probably the letters, so he can like, oh, this is perfect. I can rip that. I can just, I can check this quick spell, so I can make everybody he nearly headless like me.
1: No, I don't think that's it. I think nearly headless Nick has a party coming up, because the chapter is called Happy Death Day, and I believe his 500th death day <gasps> celebration is coming up yep. on Halloween. And just Jessica, he wants. The famous Harry Potter in attendance.
2: Mm-hmm. And his friends. He says you can br- you can bring your friends. That's
1: cool. So why is Nearly Headless Nick so keen on Harry attending? Is it <laughs> is it because of his celebrity in the hey. wizarding world?
2: Yes. Uh, that's a good part of it. But the other part of it is he's trying to, you know, well, you won't let me into your club, your mm-hmm. headless huntsman club. But I know important people, too. Gotcha. It's a little bit of in-your-face and... I mean, he's using Harry's celebrity but not just to have him at his party, but also to kind of throw it in the other guy's Sir Patrick,
1: face. the Sir head of the face, Headless yeah. Hunting Club. So Harry, Harry, Ron, and Hermione are going to the death day party, Sophia.
3: And it's and
1: But they're going to miss out on the Halloween. <gasps> no!
3: Because
1: <laughs> uh, Halloween's pretty cool at Hogwarts, right?
3: Yeah, because there are little these floating jack lanterns yeah
1: floating jack-o'-lanterns and,
3: but christmas i think is better because it they have like snow coming out of the ceiling but they've
1: got like uh bats or what looks like bats flying around the the great hall what on. if
3: they were just dead bats that would be really creepy
2: yeah
1: we're gonna get some dead animals here in a little bit
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's also just so much food yeah it's a big, big banquet. Not that they don't always have a big banquet. Yeah. it seems like they always have
3: a big and now, banquet. And then but this is going to be a special Halloween.
1: We've got Hagrid's pumpkins Halloween. carved <coughs> into jack-o'-lanterns.
3: everything, everything that there is will probably be dead.
1: <laughs> Maybe yeah, rotten or dead. Well, I, I think I or heard even
3: fish, Dumbledore
1: was going to get a Dumbledore was going to get a dancing skeleton troop in to do yep. a little <laughs> dance, that, but. That, 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 but Harry's going to miss out on all that because he's going to Nearly Headless Nick's Happy Death Day party. But I think he kind of feels incelebrate, like incelebrate, 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 maybe he incelebrate, owes incelebrate. him a little bit for the peeves distraction, too. Yeah. Incele, and plus, he probably kind of feels bad for Nearly Headless Nick because of how, why he was sad earlier in the chapter not getting into the, the hunting party. And Harry just kind of has a hard time you know, know, saying saying no to people that are nice to him. So the trio's missing out on the Halloween feast. And they go to the death day party. And Sophia, there was some pretty good food at this death day party, wasn't but there? But it
3: was but it was but it was like all rotten and oh, dead. Oh.
1: So so it wasn't good food. So
3: it was yeah. like rotten. If they were all if they were all alive and it was like they almost died of uh, if they were all alive but they but that person almost died mm-hmm. of how they got injured then. Then it would probably be good food.
1: It was, for us, it's like, pretty gross, right? It was like, uh, it's fish, like, like uh, rotten fish uh rotten with rotting it away It looks like,
3: it looks like, like, it looks like blood is coming out of it. I'm not, Ugh. it looks a little bit like, um, it looks a little bit like puke.
1: And I think they said the, the music was like chainsaws, uh, just like, or, uh, no, it, saws. Fingers, saws. Yeah. it
3: was like, I, like I think saws. it was like, there's also this other type of sound, like sounding like fingernails. Yeah, they said
1: fingernails board. on a chalk chalkboard too. Yeah, oh that was
3: really creepy.
1: I guess when you're dead, music and sounds and sound food like, is totally different.
3: But maybe the sound was the type of was the type of sound of what the sound made when they were when they were killed.
1: Uh, Jessica, what were some of the uh, guests we had at this? <laughs> Death Day party. We get the first Mommy appearance does. of a kind of a prominent I, ghost that's gonna pop up later on, but there was several.
2: Yeah, my friend, uh, she's doing organizing a Harry Potter trivia night and she just asked me for a trivia question, so I was like, that would be a really cool question. When was the first time that the boys so obviously, Hermione already knew who this character was. But mm-hmm. well, when was the first time that the boys met Moaning Myrtle?
1: What do you know about Moaning Myrtle, Sophia? So
3: she was in, um, well, at the end, mm-hmm. which I probably won't tell you. Well, she she was killed. She, she was killed by this, some type of this creature, and it was called a basilisk. But they figured that out. Later, because she died of staring into the basilisk. basilisk
1: Where did uh, she hang out at?
3: In the bathroom. But, <laughs> but she never left the bathroom, yeah. but but now she did. It's like for the first time she left the bathroom.
1: Yeah, she, she's usually hanging out in the bathroom. And Hermione moaning knew her. Moaning and
3: moaning because crying about her death.
1: Yeah, she, and she just, oh.
3: like oh, oh. just, like, floating around, like.
1: And, and Hermione knew about her because of the, she hangs out in the bathroom and I think Hermione even said something like, have you ever tried to pee with somebody moaning in your, in your ear or something like that? I think she actually said the word pee in there. I <laughs> no, she
2: said use the loo. In oh, my, she said, in, in my, oh. In
1: my book, she said pee.
2: My, my book, it was <laughs> yeah. use the loo. Yeah, so we've consulted the books. We're back. Uh, Mine said, I never went in there anyway if I could avoid it. It's awful trying to go to the loo with her wailing at you.
1: And that is the Chamber of Secrets Ravenclaw edition, which is based on the UK version. And then here here in the America version, mine says, I never went in there anyway if I could avoid it. It's awful trying to have a pee with her wailing at you. Have a pee.
3: Then, how are you supposed to go to the bathroom? Well,
1: she goes to a different bathroom, I guess.
3: Probably the boys'
1: bathroom. Oh, you going not go in the boys' bathroom, <laughs> Sophia? You can't do that. You get in trouble for how, that.
3: Then, how come the boys are going to the girls' bathroom?
1: What? Okay. What What, what goes on at your school? Chamber secrets. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean when they uh, fought the troll in the first one? No.
2: Yeah. yeah, but the Chamber of secrets.
1: It's later. Oh, okay.
3: Yes. spoiler. That's exactly
2: where. So, what I'm so boys just go into
1: girls' bathrooms, like at, sneak at Hogwarts? in there. This is kind of kind of weird. <laughs> so we got the first appearance of Moaning Myrtle, <laughs> and the sad part about this party is that the focus is supposed to be on nearly headless Nick. So it's it's his death day. It's five hundredth death day. And no
3: one's paying attention to nobody's this.
1: paying attention to him because yeah. Sir Patrick shows up. And, and starts doing like, tricks with his head and like holding, yeah. throwing it from hand to hand, and using it as like a soccer ball and juggling.
3: And then he was like, hey, look at me, I'm cool. To that I'm not stupid nearly headless snake. everyone here is probably headless. So get off your head and let me juggle your head. Come on, come
1: I felt, on. I felt really sorry for nearly headless Nick.
3: Yeah, me too. I like him the most.
1: Because he's a nice guy. Yeah,
3: he's he's the most, and then people are like. Guy rubbish, rubbish, rubbish,
2: Nobody rubbish. was even
1: paying attention to him. He was trying to give a speech, and then Sir Patrick comes in, <laughs> kills he's the just, mood.
2: Was, yeah, they were playing hockey with the heads.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then Pat, uh, nearly headless snake tried to, like, rein it back in. He's like, well, look. Look who's here. I've got Harry Potter at my party. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sir Patrick kind of did this thing where he faked like he was surprised mm-hmm. and jumped back and made his head fall off, and so everybody... He even took that and yeah. made it about him instead
1: yep. of about Nearly Headless and his friend so kind of the another sad part about this is that Harry, Ron and Hermione kind of use this when Nearly Headless Nick is feeling down they kind of use this as their opportunity to get out of the party yeah. <laughs> so, so like
2: okay it's time to go all right
1: well yeah he's, they, he's feeling pretty down because they stole the attention from his party uh, let's sneak out of here Maybe there'll be some pudding left. (laughs) But Harry hears the creepy voice again. Some stuff about ripping and tearing and killing and I'm so hungry Mm -hmm. and it's time to kill blood, blood, blood. And nobody else can hear it. So Harry leads Ron and Hermione (laughs) chasing the voice. I think they go up a couple levels.
3: Because it went (coughs) up but it was the basketball is getting through the pipes.
1: So we eventually come to the end of a corridor and we see foot-high letters on the walls that say the Chamber of Secrets has been opened. Okay.
3: written in blood.
1: Enemies of the air, beware.
3: And it's written in blood.
1: It, it, it's very creepy. Because there, it's, written written creepy
3: it's written in blood, it's written in blood, and then there's this thing, a big puddle.
1: We're yeah. not getting to the creepiest part yeah. water
3: yet. all over the floor.
1: Hanging upside down, the seemingly dead body at first glance of mrs norris <gasps> it's
0: not
3: it's not upside down then it would be probably hanging from
1: it was hanging from a light or something wasn't it yeah, like
3: a torch okay i old school here
1: so mm-hmm. torch and so the crowd and of course right no, when this not, happens some, uh, there's look, a dead cat a, hanging it's
3: like a it's like a hook it's like a hook and then her tail is like
1: Stick Her right tail's right. kind of hanging from it. Mm-hmm. And a, ca- a crowd gathers, I, including, of course, Draco, who gets to the front of the yeah, line. And, and,
2: he, and the cat's like, just got over with, and everybody but, comes.
1: So we've got a cat that looks like it's dead, and we've got Harry, Ron, and Hermione standing there like, with creepy stuff written on the wall. So everybody thinks what? That
3: it was Harry. Yeah,
1: everybody's going to think Harry did it or uh, the three of them did it and they weren't at the banquet so it's not like they could say you know they could had an alibi or something like that but, oh we were hanging out with the ghost in the dungeon at the death day party but it
3: kind of made it sense because if harry didn't like mrs norris or filch then he would probably like wanted to put a stop to it
1: right a lot of and people and, already know that harry doesn't like that cat but it that cat's got him in trouble before but it
3: doesn't make sense about the writing on the wall.
1: Yeah, that's something that we're gonna have to find out about
3: because in chapters
1: yes, going forward. How
3: can Harry open the Chamber of Secrets? I mean, he's in, he's in, never went to the bathroom in the girls' bathroom, <laughs> so he went. He went, So um, later in the movie, he figured that out. Cause, but they don't know who it
1: was. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know it, anything yet. And that was the end of the chapter. So, uh, Sophia, let me ask you: What was your favorite part of the chapter?
3: Anything that's about creepy. things. Say it again. Anything that's about
1: anything creepy? creepy? Yes. So, what was the creepiest thing in the chapter? Was it the cat hanging? Was it yes. the the gross food at the birthday party? That's
3: disgusting. That is disgusting. That's not creepy. Mm, I really like disgusting, not creepy. She's got a part. I like the hmm. creep. I like the creepy things and like the thing written
1: and but in the walk and the cat. I guess my favorite part was Nearly Headless Nick kind of bailing Harry out of trouble. I thought that was really cool. Uh, I think it, John Cleese, the guy who plays Nearly Headless Nick in the movies, he's in uh, all the Monty Python movies. If you go back and watch it, you'll say, oh, Nearly Headless Nick. But he's just a, a classic British actor, hilarious guy. I really like his character oh, no. in the movies, and I really like what we get to I see a lot of, more out of him in the books. Uh, Jess, what were some of the differences that you noticed? This was really heavy on nearly headless Nick. Do we get to see this much of him and these events in the movies? No,
2: no. Unfortunately, we don't get to see whole. I mean, we don't see much of the ghosts at all. I don't mm-hmm. think they like to do the uh. CGI of it. We didn't see this part of the party. That's the worst that's the worst part Aww. about the and movie. Don't really see the letter or the whole interaction with Peeves. Like mm-hmm. I said, you don't you didn't even know who Peeves was cuz you never saw
3: Peeves. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Cuz Peeves like just seems like he would be like a cool character to I just I just
3: movie. hope that in the movies you get to see Peeves. Probably what 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 are you looking at me like
1: that? I'm just listening <laughs> to you. <laughs> I'm interested in what you have to say. So, uh, to kind of wrap up here, I'm going to ask you a question. We don't have a, an email uh, this week, but you can send us those emails at broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com. So, I'm just going to ask uh, you ladies a couple questions, just kind of off-the-cuff type things. We don't get Sophia on here. This first time she's been able to, to been on here. We kind of live far away from each other, so it's kind of hard for us to, to get together. But... If you could be friends with one character in the Harry Potter universe, any of the characters in any of the books, who would you want to be friends with, and why? Uh,
3: Draco Malfoy. <laughs> just kidding. You want to be friends with Draco Malfoy? <laughs> oh my just goodness. Just kidding. I would really want to be friends with Harry Potter. I like him.
1: Okay. What do you? What, why do you think Harry would be a good friend? He seems like he's loyal. Like he would, he would have your back and He looks you know, help like a prince,
3: a little bit in robe.
1: <laughs> oh, so you think he's kind of cute? Huh, okay. I don't think he's cute. He looks,
3: <laughs> he looks terrifying when he's creepy, but I like it when he's like that. But not if he's dead. If he's dead and if
1: he. So you wouldn't want to be friends with him if he was dead.
3: <laughs> yeah, I would he be was like, a ghost. Like nearly he has snake.
1: He's nice. Sure but I'll a nice be ghost. like,
3: seriously, you're going to? I don't want. I'm not going to be walking through you today. No. Yeah, apparently if you know
1: walk you through a ghost, it to... it gives you the shiver, shivery uh-huh. timbers. Well, it
3: was just cold, just in the
2: room with all the ghosts, it yeah. was cold.
1: What they was were freezing? I thought that was kind of cool too when the, the one of the ghosts the kind on. of went through the, the buffet of food and they said somebody said, Can you taste the food if you do that? And he, and he went, Almost. almost. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know what's that. Either means. you can or you can't. So, uh, Jessica, if you could be friends with any character in the story, who would it be?
3: I don't know. There's so many. Probably Luna. I
1: love Luna. Yeah, we haven't met Luna
3: Hey! You're going way ahead of us, Way ahead. I know, but I've read them
2: all. Yeah, you can
1: pick anybody. You can pick anybody. What do you like about
0: Luna?
2: Um, she's just funny and she's quirky and she's so cool then,
0: in the movies <laughs> yeah
2: and you know she she's one of those where she just she doesn't have a lot of friends yeah. because but she's she has, misunderstood because she that's a ravenclaw thing yeah but she has but weird glasses on yeah it's
3: just
1: fun glasses it looks like those like 3d glasses you get like in the it
3: looks like you could the, those, see in the, the, the future glasses yeah because they
1: have little twirls in them spins
3: um i guess for me um you're going to, I don't know who I could do. probably
1: ron i think ron would be he's kind of more my more my speed um he's
3: he's, he's got some he never like, paid attention he's to in anything. gryffindor
1: so he's got a little bit of a of the of a jock in him but he's not he's really like the, the cocky jock i think he's, he's really, more like what i was in school like he's like a real,
3: he's sensitive about, Doing credit to when he was
1: in yeah Quidditch. he's a little he's a little a reserved he's a little unsure he's he's a little awkward around girls <laughs> he's he's all these things he's, that I think real. you know kind of make he, him you but know very since, pleasant. Um,
3: they knew her, he knew Hermione really good then. Um, then he's real, he's getting used to her being with being with her, but he's not. It's probably not getting to her bossing him around like well he's gonna
1: have, have to get, to get it. Gonna have you gonna have to get to used that. to it because <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna be friends with Hermione you better get used to getting bossed
0: around
3: yeah like she's always bossing you and she's never like helping you if you have you're in trouble she's mostly she's nice but when it comes to um when it comes to um, tests then it, she'll be like no it's yours it's it's yours but sometimes she'll some only sometimes She'll she'll help you.
1: I got to say, too, this is kind of a momentous podcast because this is the first one that's ever been recorded from an actual library. Yes. Which is pretty cool. We're actually at an actual library, so this is a very momentous occasion. We've got Sophia here with us. We're in the middle of a library. It's awesome. So one more question for you, ladies. So since both of you are big readers, Jessica, I'll ask you first, does the Harry Potter series Mm -hmm. remind you of... Any other stories or any other books you've read, either in, I mean, it could be even just in tone, it could be in character development, it can be in in anything. What other books kind of come to mind, or what maybe what other books could you recommend for people that are fans of the Harry Potter genre?
2: Harry Potter kind of, I mean, It just kind of stands alone no matter who you ask. Mm. They're like, yeah, well, my favorite book is this, but of course, Harry Potter, but I don't have to say that. Yeah. Everybody's favorite book is Harry Potter. It's just, I don't know, the depth of the story and the characters and how vivid her world is 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 amazing. Um, After I read Harry Potter, I did read the Septimus Heap Mm -hmm. books, which is also about a boy wizard. He's got a pet dragon. It was fun, but it was definitely for, it stayed in the younger, Mm kind of like Harry Potter, kind of grows with you. And you kind of, it gets more mature the more mature he gets mm-hmm. This stays a little younger are, They're pretty thick books though Yeah, I I've got them, got them
1: in the library here <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you, have you read the Septimus Heap books? Have you heard of those?
3: No, but um, I forgot that one of the books I uh, Really I was just struggling to find an answer
1: mm-hmm.
3: Um, But my, the book I really like is The Magic Misfits
1: Oh, The Magic, Ooh. I, I have that one too Tell and us they, about the, that one Tell us so
3: about this boy he is a regular boy and he thinks that magic isn't real mm-hmm. to him. And there are these other people that do that do magic tricks but this boy still doesn't believe in it. He thinks that it's just some type uh, something that's happening, like some type of trick. Like is you get something inside your... Ja- like, you get um, a rabbit inside your jacket and then you get a dove inside of there. Mm-hmm. So then you turn around or you could just, like, stuff your hat back in. It so he your doesn't hat really believe in magic. He
1: thinks it's, if like... You stuff your
3: you put your hat back in your jacket, then you put your hand in there, put the bunny in, and then take out the bunny.
1: Gotcha. So he thinks it's just, like you're you're tricking people not or really card doing magic
3: trick, like changing the type of card like if it got sticked stuck to your hand and then it fell off on top of it and then so it came off when you tapped on it When tapped and you couldn't see it cuz it came it was probably in an angle mm-hmm. so it came down
1: So you like that book though you'd recommend that book yes, to I other really people Yes I like it Excellent I like it. Excellent so We've got a couple yeah. other recommendations yeah. for, for people out there that you might want to try. If you've got any recommendations for you know, other books that people might want to try that are fans of the Harry Potter genre, oh. kind of unsure of, how to, uh, of where to go next once they've ran through these books, or like our friend Kelly who reads them every single summer, all seven books. I've
2: tried to give her other books. She
3: won't read anything else. Yeah. Watch The Worst
1: Witch. The Worst Witch?
3: Uh-huh. Is that a TV show? It is, but... I really like it because it's like Harry Potter, and they have the same. There you go. They have the same color, um, for the houses as in Harry oh, Potter. Oh, interesting!
1: Interest. Is that a cartoon or a TV show?
3: A TV show, and their castle is pretty similar to Harry Potter. And there is someone that looks almost like Dumbledore. I would say around their head <laughs> isn't. Is it? Sounds like they ripped
1: off Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Up I love it yeah, yeah, yeah. so if you got any other recommendations send them to us at broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com you can follow us on Facebook as well if you enjoy the podcast if you are listening on Apple podcasts or formerly known as iTunes uh, leave us a review and give us a five-star rating we'd really appreciate it and you can always uh, reach out to the show and uh, we'll uh, try to read them on the air here so I think that's it for Chapter Eight, Happy Death Day of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I am Dan Rhino,
2: Jessica Rhino, and Stephanie Almond, and
1: we will see you next time on Broomsticks and Butterbeer.
3: Butterbeer. Bye. Bye.
0: Those fingers in my hair, that sly, come hither stairs. That strips my conscience bare, it's witchcraft, and I've got no defense for it.